Let's go for it. Fasting for the Metal Gods Meltdown. And today I am joined by Paul Van V, singer and bassist from Tube Freaks. And I'm Chris Badalato, drummer. It's awesome to be chatting to you this evening. I absolutely love the single Creature Dog. How pleased are you with the feedback from media and fans so far? So far, it's been pretty good. We've gotten a lot of really positive responses out of it. Uh, a lot of people are liking the energy, the vibe. Um, a lot of people seem to be connecting to it. So, yeah, That's good stuff so when, to hear for us. So, yeah. When does Unhinged actually get released, your album? It's going to be released on November 5th. Right. The full album. Um, it's been a long time coming, but we're definitely looking forward to it. Okay, so what can we expect from it? Uh, you can expect 12 tunes, <laughs> heavier than previous Tube Freaks stuff, I would say, but it still sounds like Tube Freaks. Uh, now, one thing I was going to say that I've mentioned uh, to a lot of people that I'm really excited about is that we feel and I feel that the songs sound different from each other. Right. And so... Uh, you know, you just like they don't all kind of sound the same. Each one kind of has its own flavor. And so we think it'll keep people interested. Yeah. And with that being said, even as a as a whole, they all gel together, though. Um, Excellent, guys. Well, I'll be looking a little bit on your back catalog on YouTube. As you guys, I mean, what's the following like in where, where you are situated? Butchery Freaks. Well, we're from the greater Washington, Baltimore region. Right. And so there's a lot of people who love rock around here. I wouldn't call it a hotbed like, you know, Los Angeles, New York, or Austin, Minneapolis. But, um, you know, we've been around for a long time. And so in this area, we're very well known and regionally. Uh, so we've played a, a lot. We've played nationally, but I would say we're more of a uh, regional band. Cool. And so have you got lots of fans outside of the States? Well, over the years, uh, you know, we've worked and done a lot of work to try to promote to Europe. Yeah. And so it's funny, and then this is just me talking because I do a lot of this promotion uh, where I reach out and so forth. But uh, of course, there's a lot of rockers in America, but everybody says, you know, people over in Europe really love rock and they do. And so we're always trying to, I personally am trying to work that market just as much as the US because I know people like it there. Cool. Well, hopefully this interview will help a little bit. Um, so what are the plans for the rest of 2022? So you released the album in November. Are you going to be hitting the road with that? We are. <laughs> lots of but, discussion. <laughs> so, go about it. <laughs> so and I, I think that this happens with a lot of bands that are in our uh, position where, you know, of course, only the big guys are making money. And yeah. so we all have day jobs and every band I know has day jobs. And so when we, you talk about touring for us, what we think we're going to try to do at first, which makes more sense for us, is to do regional shows and do them on weekends. Mm -hmm. So we'll go out on a Friday and a Saturday, four hours away to Pittsburgh, Morgantown, West Virginia. Then a couple of weeks later, down to North Carolina, Southern Virginia, up to New York is only four hours away. And so 
touring, if, if that's considered touring, we absolutely be touring. But I don't think we're quite at the point, unless some things change, of course, where we had some backers or were signed or something like that, where we're going to do the thing where you see us out for like a month and playing every single day for 30 days. We're not planning that quite yet. We've done that before, yeah. but right now we're kind of in a position to just where we want to stay more local or regional. Well, hopefully when you do get out and play some shows, you do some live feeds. Have you ever done that before? Not yet. Um, that's something that I think we'd like to do in the uh, yeah. near soon, if not in the near future. Um, just a matter of getting <clears throat> getting all the details of that set up. and Because that's um, there's a lot involved with that. I've never personally done it before. Um, so there's going to be a little bit of research, I guess, to go into that and make sure we, we do it right. Um, so it sounds good, obviously. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I sent you the note uh, before we started here about Chris. So Chris yeah. is an amazing drummer, but he's uh, also an amazing audio engineer. Uh, and he recorded and mixed the whole album. Yeah. And so uh, you might say he's a little bit particular when it comes down to details about sounds. In an ideal world, then, which three bands would be the ultimate to go on tour with? three bands oh my oh man that's a tough one well uh, I, while you're thinking of your answer let me preface our answer with this like when we have to fill out stuff online about our music and stuff they always say well what bands do you sound like right. um you know because they want to you know send your stuff to the same people who like group a b or c yeah. but the funniest thing that we think is that we kind of real we do sound like other heavy bands in general but we really don't think that we sound that much like say oh well yeah we sound just like you know slipknot or allison Ch <laughs> be frozen i think that's be my voice kind of a love it or hate it unique type of voice but I think the reason so that's kind of hard to answer is like the, this new album like there's there's definitely metal elements, but there's also more mainstream elements. So we feel like, um, I mean, that could work to an advantage with us, where it's like, let's say, obviously, one of the top bands, yeah, we'd like to tour with or be on a tour with, you know, a band like, you know, let's say Gojira, you know, there's some heavier elements we have on our album that might fit in with that crowd. But then at the same time, there's other elements that would fit in with like a Breaking Benjamin crowd, um, you know, some of the more, more mainstream, like that, eh, kind of like a mixed bag. Um so I think in terms of fitting in with other bands, I don't think it'd really be hard to do that. But, um, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, bands like Gojira, Breaking Benjamin, yeah. Seven Dust. Um, yeah, you know, like the know. Gojiras and the Slipknots and yeah. like we love, the, I, I love this band Ginger from yeah. Ukraine. Those bands, they're so good, but man, they bring the heaviness, you know? And we're not, we're like kind of, a cross between metal and hard rock yeah with those bands <laughs> those bands are metal yeah. straight up yeah. and uh, so it's, it'd be kind of tough for us to open with that for them you know so i think maybe you understand what we're saying it's yeah i'll tell you a funny story about um ginger i was at a festival called rock the coast festival in vengarola in spain <clears throat> i've got to get someone away and she's come on stage and she's like Brr. And these two women, Spanish women, behind the counter going, 
Is it a woman? That's not a woman. It's a woman. It's, like, <laughs> it's not. That's it the woman. It can't be a woman. It's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> okay, then, guys. So, can you tell us the most memorable concert you played then with Two Freaks? Well, with this current lineup, I'd say, and probably just in general, I would say is the Blue Ridge Rock Festival. Oh. Um, was We played that in 2018 and 2019. 2018, Lamb of God was there, Puddle of Mud, Saliva, uh, Tantric uh, on the day we played. 2019, uh, The Offspring, Godsmack, Stone Temple Pilots. Now, we didn't, you know, directly open for those bands, but we shared the, the stage and the venue with them. And um, so for me, that was kick-ass. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. Okay. And, and also, we, we think and we're hopeful, fingers crossed, but we're going for it to try and play that one in 2023. This right. last year in 2022, I don't know how much you know about the various festivals in the U.S., but... Um, that one has blown up. Mm -hmm. It's huge now yes. with all the big names. It just happened a couple of weeks ago. The Slipknot headlined one of the nights. So that was one of the biggest bands I think I've gotten on thus far. Wow. Yeah. They, yeah. Had, they had a really good crowd this time from the videos and photos we've been seeing of it. So we hope to be next. I'm pretty sure we'll be back next year. Yeah. <laughs> Going for it. Go for it, guys. Okay, then. So if you could do a cover of any song by any band, which one would you choose? <laughs> I'm gonna let you handle this one, Chris. <laughs> Why me? Oh man. Um, I mean, we've tossed around a bunch of ideas, um, and you know, between like you know Metallica, you know, even going back to you know, let's say bands like you know Helmet, um, Black Sabbath. But the thing with like bands like Black Sabbath is like, you know, everybody covers War Pig. So, you know, it's like, what other song can we cover that we haven't really heard people do? And there's a couple of things, ideas we've been throwing, throwing around. Um, but ideally, uh, the main thing is, is find something that um, obviously like the music and we, yeah, we'd be able to pretty much play, you know, just about most of everything, you know, that we would want to try. But um, I think the most important thing is vocally something that will complement the vocal style that is Tube Freaks um, while doing the song justice, but also kind of making it kind of our own thing. Um, so that's kind of, I feel is the most important thing. So that's why we've had people say, oh yeah, you know, you guys should cover Alice in Chains. You guys should cover, you know, Black Sabbath or, you know, I don't know that people say. Well, you know, the too, thing about Sabbath, and they're one of my favorite bands of all times, but they went through a period where it was my favorite, where Ozzy was singing so high. And a lot of people do compare my vocals to Ozzy's. Mm -hmm. And um, like the Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath, that was my favorite Sabbath album. But if you try and sing along with some of that stuff, woo, he's way up there. And, and that's hard to pull off. Yeah. I will say though, um, <laughs> the, the, these guys have been. Uh, I think more so you and you and Rob. Rob's our um, lead guitarist, right? And I know like him and uh, Paul and Rob have been saying to me, "Hey, you should learn uh, what's the what's that uh, fairies? Wear, uh, fairies wear boots. Fairies wear boots. Yeah, we play that one. So yeah, you should do. 
Should give that a go. Or even Alison Chains, you were saying, Angry Chair. Love that. That'd be good. Yeah. Alison Chains, yeah, that's a huge influence. Yeah, could tell. <laughs> All right. So can you tell us what's been the most outrageous thing you've done in the name of rock and metal? <laughs> I'll let you answer that, Paul. I, I, I'm the new guy in the band. So I've, only, I've only been in the band for three, the, three, three and a half years. So the most outrageous thing that I've done in the name of rock and metal, I wouldn't want to put on a tape because the cops will come and arrest me. <laughs> All right. So you're not gonna. So you're gonna throw the Fifth Amendment at me? Then. You're not gonna answer me that question. Then. <laughs> All right. Em. So next one then. Who do you think then, you sort of answered this already, I think, but who do you think has influenced the world of rock and metal? Uh, who's influenced metal? Well, we I, would, probably, I would actually say, yeah. I would say because they're still tearing it up, even since their, uh, I think it was their self-titled album back in 99, but I would say Slipknot. Right. You know, they're still on the forefront of modern metal. Um, they still headline festivals, and it's, they've been playing, God, they've been with over 20 years now. Yeah, you know, time. them, and obviously, you have to, obviously, you have to mention Metallica, you know, that's a given. Metallica. You know, they're still tearing it up, too, but in terms of, uh, you know, a band that's a little bit more relevant to the modern metal sound, I would say Slipknot. And, and I think that's good. Now, my perspective is maybe a little different, uh, maybe showing my age a little bit, but... Um, <laughs> Believe it or not, if you talk about who influenced my, in my opinion, I'm a little bit like a historian type when it comes to this stuff. First of all, every heavy band ever in the creation of the world has been influenced by Black Sabbath. And if you say you haven't, then you're just lying because they did. Uh, But, but, Before that, believe it or not, and you'll appreciate this because you're from the UK, I love the Beatles. Cool. And, okay. and I think that they really took rock music from that kind of twangy 1950s stuff, really when they started coming out with some of the psychedelic stuff and just opened the whole world to that stuff. And those guys were they are some of you know my favorites with those harmonies and those melody lines and so i know that doesn't really go towards metal but when you talk about what bands really influenced the world well, of rock and roll that sort of thing for the beatles and he got sabbath for years so that's that's the sort of start of it so yeah cool yeah, yeah. so but okay. i agree with what he's saying too about modern stuff <laughs> cool okay then so what's the most important thing for you right now for us it's to get out there and back up this album and so we've already got the two videos out on october 11th we have a third video for a song called the casualty then we're planning to do at least two more maybe three more videos from the album we're going to see which ones um uh kind of bubble to the top if you will um and then it's to get out there and to play and also speak with good folks like yourself that are willing to have us on and promote 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 get out there and uh, do interviews and play and 
if we can, we just found out last night that we may be playing a pretty big festival here in the Appalachian region and try to get back on Blue Ridge. And so club gigs, but also those festivals are high profile. I think next summer should be looking pretty good for us because I think this is we're finally, um, you know, dropping the album, um, you know, late fall. So it gives us time to get the momentum going from that. And then on top of that, obviously, you know, you, I'm sure, you know, all these festivals, they start booking like about a year prior to that. So as soon as the one festival is over, they're already starting planning for the following year. So it's like, if you wait until like January, February, March, you're already too late. Yeah. Um, so as regard what Paul was saying um, between this other Appalachian festival um, and even Blue Ridge, you know, those are just two, um, you know, we have a really good, uh, chance of getting on the other ones right now um, and given that we have these other you know three videos prior to the release to build up to the release and then we'll probably have another you know one two three more videos after release to, over the course of you know the months following November 5th to kind of build up that buzz so I'm sure we'll you know we'll pick up a, maybe a few more along the way for the summer. Brilliant. So well, all of that, but but also we we're planning to come to London, but we were hoping we could crash at your pad. <laughs> I don't live anywhere near London, mate. I live, <laughs> I live right up the top. I sound like I'm from down. I'm from down south, but I'm from Devon. Devon's uh-huh. there. London's there. I live up the top. I live okay. up by Newcastle upon Tyne. Have you, oh. Have you ever heard of it? No, I've been to Cambridge before. That's miles away. You get you're welcome to stay at my mate, but it's far. It's like six hundred. Sorry, three hundred miles, three hundred fifty miles. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> okay, well that'd be good, guys. We can get over to the UK, but there's more to the UK than London. Trust me. Um, all right. So, can you tell us why we should buy and listen to your band? Uh, <laughs> okay. oh, I want to be a smart ass. I know. I want to be a smart ass so bad. We have we're, an internal we're, we're joke. Jo- we were joking about that last night, actually. At our, at yeah. Big, big yeah. Play. Um, we, okay. So wait. Let's 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 try and think of a good answer. Yeah. Unless you what? let me just say it. No. 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 Don't. I, say I don't know your it. audience, no. so it's it's no, probably no, bad. You can't, you can't say it. It's, it's, it's a rated R comment. <laughs> <laughs> wait, can, can we repeat the question again? Seb. So can you tell us why we should buy and listen to your band? I would say because if you like to rock and roll and have a good time, you will want to buy it so that you can enjoy a portion of your life. (laughs) (laughs) So now tell me the rude version. What's that? How many other versions? The version you were talking about last night? I don't know if I could, I don't know if I could say uh, that no, on, your, on your podcast. We can't, or we can't say <laughs> I don't it. <laughs> I mean, that's not really that offensive. It just kind no. of has some suggestive undertones to it. But no, uh, no, no. <laughs> you know, it's one of those it's crude. A, it's, it's an inside it's joke. It's a crude it's, inside yeah, joke. We, yeah. can't, we can't do that. Oh, fair enough. All right. So can you give me four words to describe Tube Freaks? Rowdy. <laughs> oh, boy. Next word is yours. 
<laughs> I don't know. Um, oh God, <laughs> it's hard to narrow it down to just you know, words. Uh, oh, man. I would say. Uh, <laughs> heavy. Yeah, yeah, groovy. Heavy and groovy. Yeah. All right, that's it. That's good. Okay, so this yeah. next bit, right? It's five questions. So either or either. First one. Final or digital? Final what? Or digital? Vinyl or digital? Oh, vinyl or digital? I'm gonna let the engineer handle that one. Um, I would. Uh, I'll say digital. Really? Digital? More, Come on, really? I'm more new school <laughs> than I am old school. Yeah. <laughs> oh, next one, important. They're all important. Beer or pizza? But, I mean, you can't have one without the other, though. It's, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's, that's a, a good point. But but he said or, so you, that means you only get to choose one. Yeah. I mean, I guess beer does kind of count as food, though, doesn't it? So beer, beer, beer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> More intimate gig or festival? Ooh. Um, that's a tough one. They're both fun. I would actually say. I mean, yeah, it's nice to see a sea of people at a festival. You know, that's awesome. It gets the adrenaline rolling. It gets you really pumped up. But I like the smaller shows because it's more personal. You get better crowd, more personal interaction with the audience. Right. I feel. Yeah, and and, uh, and not and I know these are quick hitter questions, but you know, last night we played um, a show up in Martinsburg, West Virginia, in this tiny little place. And previously in a gig, we played in Baltimore in this big place. So it's all. And so the bigger place had all of this pressure to mm -hmm. deliver all of these people and do all this stuff. And the, the small place was just like, yeah, it was laid back, yeah. no pressure. And that was a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it definitely takes some stress off, not just us, but all the other bands, too. Mm -hmm. um, they were super. The, the venue staff was great. Um, yeah. The sound staff, uh, Right Live. We give a shout out to Brandon Wright at Right Live. Um, him and his... Uh, crew were fantastic you know giving all us and all the other bands uh making sure that you know change over sound you know everything was was top notch yeah and that um, that's why we that we look the way we do today and uh it's kind of tough for me to sit next to this guy oh good man oh good all right next one at saint or sinner oh sinner <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you speak for yourself. I'm just speaking for myself. I'm no, I'm no saint. I'm no saint. He's no saint. No. Okay. The last one is like, who would you rather be stuck in a lift with, Joe Biden or Kermit the Frog? Kermit the Frog. <laughs> That's an easy one. <laughs> I think the world, I think the rest of the world would probably agree with that. <laughs> oh. I'm not going there. Brilliant. All right, guys. I want to thank you for your time. It's been great chatting to you. Um, hopefully you do get over to the UK and just like, don't just do London. Um, make sure I get the album sent over to me so I can review it for our site. Do you have Definitely. any final words for your fans, our viewers and listeners? One thing that I would like to say, you can find us all over the web, uh, you know, social media, Facebook, uh, 
YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, all that stuff. But make sure that when you look us up, that you uh, spell tube freaks with two E's in the word freak. It's T-U-B-E-F-R-E-E-K-S. Because if you put E-A-K-S, that might throw off your searches. And then our website too, tubefreaks.com. It's a method to your madness.